So, and yeah. then me going to freaking tournaments. Anyways. Oh. Hi, Giddy. Hi, Giddy, Giddy. And welcome to another fun-filled, fun with Cat flags filled. with Sheldon Cooper. Fun with flags? Oh, perfect. Hold on. Let me get my flags up. Uh, welcome to uh, episode of one, ones, right? 135 yeah. of Ripping the Rock. And there's a cat butthole for you. Okay. Oh, oh, we're going to no, get, no. get canceled. We're going to okay. get canceled. She's just excited, everyone. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> welcome to Ripping the Rock podcast, where you get to see cat buttholes. Yay. And there's Nico butthole. in chat. Yo, Nico. How's the buttholes? <laughs> Oh, 560 my. week. 560 oh. week, everybody. Yay. Fuck that well, game do, on Sunday. Let's, let's do hey, some. I have, a, yeah. I have a question. Is anyone else rooting for the power outage again? I am. <laughs> power outage? Power yeah, outage? At the Super Bowl. The last time these two teams played 10 years ago, there was this power outage. Oh, really? Oh, that's right. I forgot that's about funny. that. That's funny. That's so, that whole uh, the script got leaked, and they're like, the halftime show's already there. Da, 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 da. It's like, guys, that was 10 years ago. It was the same Super Bowl. Yeah. So, anyway, let's do some introductions here before this Wayne gets really Michigan. off the uh, off the rails. Uh, let's see. We have uh, all the way down south. Uh, he is uh, roughly a mile and a half from me. He is a Coastal Crusader, Mr. Brian Atherin. And I know that's a moniker, and I know it's a nickname, and I know when I, I went on a rant about nicknames. But that is your wrestling moniker, and that's yes. different. Yes. It'd be like not calling Bobby Heenan the brain. Like, it'd just be weird. Right. Um, but, yeah, it's 560 week. It's the most wonderful week. Well, yeah, one of them. The um, most wonderful. Yeah. it's. Uh, I can't wait. I'm excited to go up north, and I'm – Calvin, is it true? Is it not going to snow? Uh, no, it is going to snow. I just don't know how much. During the 560, uh, it's going to snow. It's yeah. supposed to be like 50 degrees here. It's supposed to be warm. Yeah, yeah it's going to be warm on Saturday, I think. But the Sunday that we're supposed to get oh. like 5 to 10 centimeters or something. Yeah, so Sunday when you're supposed to come home. No, I'm just nope, kidding. I'm staying. Um, oh, okay. I think, yeah, it's supposed to be warm all weekend. It looks like like we might get some snow on Saturday, but that's about it. It does look like it's going to be a nice, nice weekend. Fingers crossed. Don't need to, you know, drive a big four by four with studded tires through three feet of snow while we drift off to the side. Yeah, it's hopefully going to be a nice weekend. Lots of bowling. Yippee. Uh, I will Yippee. not be. I will not be there. You're not even going to come up? No, I got to work Saturday. <laughs> yeah. Work this weekend time, in Nova though, Scotia. Oof, this weekend in Nova Scotia. All my Nova Scotia friends who are possibly listening. Well, I mean, Ooh. friend. I think I only have one Nova Scotia friend. Uh, 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 well, let's do this, Calvin. What? All, all of Brian and my friends that live in Nova Scotia. Okay, we, yes. We, all of all of Brian and Tim's friends that live in Nova Scotia. one? Yeah, yeah. I would yeah. I would say we probably tripled at least tripled Calvin's. That that adds the plural, so it's it's at least yeah. the friends. Yeah. So yeah. yes. Um, I, I hope truly, everybody I, is I, safe. Hope I got a few snaps. Is, I got a few yeah. snaps from uh you know some folks up there, and I just uh uh threw up a little in my mouth when I saw it and just went, Okay, that's that's a lot of snow. Like oh. a, yeah, a lot. Like people had mountains on top of their cars, which is, you know, still a good four feet off the ground plus another four feet on top of that. Like you know, that's, oof, it's uh, it's a lot. And they're still supposed to be getting more in Cape Breton, which is, I saw just that foolish I'm... to think of. So, do we know how much Nova Scotia has gotten? Like, I know. I, it I... I know at one point they had like a foot and a half of snow and they were supposed someone was saying there was another 18 to 20 inches, you know, whatever. Yeah. I know you guys use centimeters and that metric system crap that, you know, no one else in the world <laughs> that uses. metric system crap that every other yeah. country yeah. in the yeah. world uses. Yeah, except for America. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no, we use it just on important stuff like right. medicine and science, and like. How far size. away things are from each other. <laughs> yeah. No, no, we, we got to use some made up thing. Yeah, there. you know, like wrenches and 
things like that. They use a metric system, you know? Right. Yeah, of course. Um, well, though, we have our own, it's called standard, and then everybody else won't conform, so we have to make metric wrenches, too. Right. Good so Lord. let's Anyways, introduce our third. Lots let's of introduce, snow. Uh, I, I'm Tim. I didn't introduce that earlier Tim. to those that, you know. And uh, the king of the north, uh, I don't, Calvin Lockett. I don't Lockett. know who that is. I don't know who that is. It's, Calvin Lockett. Lock. Oh, I'm sorry. His real name is Calvin Locke. Yes, my real name. Um, and I, I always, people were asking me about that when you went on your rant. And I said, I don't know what he's going on his rant for. He's the one who gave me the King of the North. To, I like, did not. It. Yes, you did. Did I? You oh, guys started thinking, this because we came on here. Because I was thinking, you know, the White Walkers and Winter's Coming and the whole Game of Thrones, King of the North, Jon Snow. Like, I, I just thought it was he was a good bowler from Canada and they're North. Like, I didn't even do the Game of Thrones thing. Like It was a Game of Thrones thing. That was, and yeah, Frank McDonald is awesome. Big Frankie? fan of Frankie. Oh yeah, Frankie. Yeah, he's he's something else. Big fan of Frankie. Yeah. Got um, hit with a hundred centimeters, approximately three feet. Oof. Yeah. Oh my god, that's just oh wow. Yeah. That's so no. Yeah. We have we actually have a lot to talk about. Uh, we do. I'm we do. Glad. We do have a lot to talk about. Um I am going to try to push Brian's buttons tonight because we haven't had a good Brian rant in a while. In a while? In a riff rap I'm exhaustedly tired. I'm exhaustedly. I don't Why? think that's, I don't think that's proper English. My buttons? What did I because do? I did the last rant and it's your turn. I'm not, I don't yell at clouds yet. I have 10 more years before yeah, that. Well, we need to figure out what's going to set me off then because. Viewership is down. We got to get it back up again. The viewership is down. <laughs> I don't think viewership was ever up, so I think we're no. We it's been it's been okay. I feel like CM Punk right now. Yeah. Sorry if I'm cranky. I'm tired. I'm old. I hurt. I work with fucking children. Yeah. <laughs> um. Calvin, what's what? going on up in Canada? Canada five sixties. Five sixty, and the rosters are out. And the ro rosters aren't out. I wish the rosters were out. I'd well, there's the happier. thread. There's the thread. Uh, there's the thread of, yeah, like 11 rosters out of the 34 teams that we have. And wait, the, wait have... people haven't put their rosters in yet? Wait, hold on. No, Is no, like rosters. Surprise rosters... bowling? Like, who am I bowling? Surprise! <laughs> no, rosters were supposed to be in like a month ago, but nobody's posting the rosters nor posting any like proof of average or anything like that. So we're all just going in nice and happy and smiley like instead of, you know, uh, prepared. And I think this is the only tournament I ever go to where I have no idea the prize list. I have no idea the teams. I have no idea of anything. And it's baffling. But biggest tournament in the world for candlepin bowling, you won't find any more teams then this one 34 right 34 are official uh, so we have, do we have two warm-up lanes or how's that going to be handled yeah uh, yeah 35 and 36 uh, but don't interfere with a match right. on 33 and 34 as long as you're not interfering with so the match 36 is your warm-up lane essentially essentially yes yeah 36 is your warm-up lane um anytime your match is highlighted that's your crossover match um and i saw one division two, has two buys the first two divisions have two crossover matches. So you're going to bowl and each division. So like A and B are going to bowl each other and C and D are going to bowl each other. And you will basically bowl your adjacent number. So if you're six, you're going to bowl 16. If you're seven, you're going to bowl 17, et cetera, et cetera. But you guys will have two crossovers because you have two buys instead of one. Whereas C and D just use it as that C and D have nine teams each and they only have one crossover match. I'm just going to bowl where they tell me to. You're right. You will see your number and you go bowl there and that, yep. that's who you bowl. Um, so yeah, that is going on this weekend. Uh, last weekend we had the Dieppe men's 560. Uh, that was um, won by, 
I can't remember their team name now, but uh, it consisted of the team of Brandon Romard, Andy Babineau, uh, Tyler, can't remember his last name, uh, Dave Obey, Josh LeBlanc, Rob Cormier, and I think that's it. If I missed one, oh yeah, Steve Savoy. Steve Savoy out of Dieppe. So that team beat uh, Eve Boudreaux's team, and I can't remember all of them. I think it's Eve, Billy McClellan, uh, Keith, can't remember his last name, Dave Duguay, a couple more. I can't remember. I left before the finals. I was I wanted to go home and watch the football game. So, um, but yeah, so Brandon and them, congratulations on that. Big win there. Uh, my trusty sidekick, uh, Ryan Hogan, uh, let me down because I don't have any stats from the uh, Peter Wells. Um, everybody was complaining and whiny that it still ran. Uh, if you didn't want to go, if you, I, I'm getting into it. I'm getting into it. Okay. If you stop interrupting me every Here time we I'm go. talking, Timothy. I just go. relax. Stop. Hold on. Quiet. I'm going to mute no, myself. No, zip. no, enough of you. How do so, I yes, this weekend, uh, people were complaining that the alley was open and the tournament was run. Listen, you're all grown-ups. Yeah, it sucks that you've committed and you'd have to back out in the last minute, but your safety is more important than anything else. If you did not want to drive to the bowling alley, don't effing drive to the bowling alley. Stop being bitches. You <laughs> the way I bowled good. You decided, you knew the storm was coming. You decided to go. Stop going on there and whining that the tournament was going. The guys, had, or Gwinnell had his bowling alley open. He wanted to run the tournament. Good on him for staying open during the storm and giving people something to do during the storm instead of you sitting at home and shoveling all day. And good on him for running that tournament, which was ran very well, I heard. Um, and something that I've, never seen i don't think i've ever been a part of but a five-way roll-off for first place yeah. five teams tied at 16 and six like that's that's something pretty eventful that i've don't think i've ever been a part of i've had three teams in a in a roll-off but i don't think i've ever seen five so five teams saw, oh, what no go ahead i said i saw four at the dave stewart one year oh yeah there was that yeah i was a part of that year i won that year yeah, uh, that was Jeff Lapierre, and uh, we had, and who else? Uh, Craig Holbrook's team, and mm. Mm, I can't remember who else was in there. But yeah, that was a good one too. That was that was a big. Oh, role. I think McNally's team was in that one. Maybe. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I can't remember who, but Look, so. echo what you said. I mean, you're an adult. Make a decision. If the person that you're bowling with is mad because you're making a safety decision, don't bowl with them again. Any person would understand if. Anybody else is like, hey, I'm not going to come. Okay, sorry. Like, that's cool. Be safe. Yeah. And, I mean, if there's two or three teams that need to back out or two, and, like, if guys still want to go, turn it into a singles tournament. Like, there's ways around it. He graciously kept his house open so that he could have a tournament for people who wanted to go bowl. So stop bitching about it. Stop whining about it. Tim, I know you're going to highlight that comment, but <laughs> yeah. Okay, Tim, now you can talk. Say hi to Angie first. Hi, Angie. Hi. I miss you. Miss you too. I won't. I won't be able to come see you this year. I'm going to have to get a hotel with two girls. It sucks. Yeah, that sucks. There, I feel really bad for you. I'm <laughs> <On> nerds. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Um. <laughs> <laughs> so I I you kind of stole my thunder, which is great because you got going on a rant and we haven't had a good Calvin rant in a while. Uh my whole point is this is that the storm was larger than what everyone predicted it was going to be. It was never predicted to be as large of a storm as what it's turned out to be for Nova Scotia. So Last I knew, Gwinnell wasn't a meteorologist. He's a farmer and he owns a bowling alley. 
I bet he knows the weather better than some weatherman. Yeah, he, he probably does. does. Well, I'm sure he does. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure he does. If the but, cows walk one way, it's going to snow. They walk the other way, it's going to be the okay. The fact right? is, is that everybody that bowled in it was adults. And they are responsible for their own well-being and their own safety. And if they didn't feel safe enough, and I'm sure some didn't, it's okay to stay home on days like that. It's okay to not put yourself in danger or make that decision not to drive to a bowling tournament. I've done it before. Not a lot. Not a a lot because I've driven... You know, but I'm also smart enough to understand my limitations on the road. Right. I'm not, you know, I'm not one of these guys that throws it in four wheel drive and says, Hey, I've got four wheels. As long as one, as long as one wheel is on the tar, we're good. Yeah. Like if Sometimes you do when you're in Canada. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Um, so yeah, no, it, uh, I, I, I saw that on uh, the old Facebooky, and I just was like, I mean, Facebooky, you are getting old, huh? <laughs> hey, I didn't call it the Facebook. Yeah, you well, no, did. I think, what are you going to call it? The talkies next? I saw it on the talkie the other day. I, I saw it on that. I saw it on that Snap Face or Insta Book. It's Insta Book Face. Insta Book Face. No, I just. Yeah. Uh, anywho, let's uh, let's we'll we'll move on. Yeah. So uh, this weekend is the 560 um, roster rosters aren't posted, but the divisions have been posted. Um, they I'm not going to read them all. So but um, if you're bowling like you're we've gone over this a, just a little bit ago, but anything that's highlighted, that's your crossover match. A and B are going to have two crossovers. C and D are only going to have one crossover. Start at one o'clock on Friday because a lot of people are asking when it starts. So anybody who's listening who's going to be there, one o'clock on Friday is when it starts. Captain's meeting is at twelve thirty. Is that one o'clock Atlantic time? Are you bowling in America, Timothy? I'm not. That's why I'm asking. Well, there you go. So I'm asking for those that are come up from that are coming up from America. But you would be bowling on the. uh, He's a local, big dumb animal, isn't he, folks? Local time. <laughs> you don't go to a you don't go to a Toronto Maple Leafs hockey game and watch and watch it at, at six o'clock and at Winnipeg time. You watch it. You on don't eight go o'clock. to those anyway. Well, not Andy's after eight. Folks. Andy, I'm trying. I'm trying to get her. That, well, I would never try to get my wife to be inappropriate at these times. But yeah. if she so happened to, yeah. I'd be okay with, with it. If she so happened to lift up the the laundry basket and it sort of lifted up her shirt yeah. or something. Yeah, I mean it happens. Or huh? Did you, she wants to know how you know you're doing she's doing laundry. Because it's Monday night, Angie. That's the way the world works. <laughs> it's been that way for two years. Yeah. Yeah, it's been that way for two years since we've been on here, Angie. All you do is do the laundry. Monday nights. Yeah, Tim changes his clothes ten times a day. I change. Ah, he's like a once girl. a day. Okay, it happens. I go from work clothes to comfy clothes. Do you shit your pants? I don't know. And then I shit my pants and I move <laughs> on to something else. That's what happens when you get old, Tim. You just take oh. your bowels. <laughs> oh my god! Tim just got called out. Oh, I don't. I don't even okay. wear the pens. Okay, yeah. Um, anyway, yeah. the rest of the 560, Saturday and Sunday, start at 9 o'clock. There are four whew, freaking matches Saturday, three string matches, so that'll be 12 strings, everybody. Please, please, I understand. I understand that everybody wants to take their time and wants to, you know, get themselves set, but please... Pay attention to your lanes. Pay attention to the lanes beside you. <laughs> if, if a person needs to clear their gutter and you're about to throw your first ball, don't throw your first ball. Let that person clear their gutters and then you can go and then it doesn't slow down everybody. Pay attention to your bowling. You don't need to take 18 minutes to look at a shot. You can you, you turn around and ask, then you scope it out and you go. Like, 
please, it is going to be one long ass weekend. Please. You know when, you know, Go. as someone that's gone <laughs> up to watch, that's a long weekend just watching too. Oh, it's a long weekend, even regardless of the bowling, just standing there and cheering your team on and eating and drinking and whatever else you got to do. Like it's a long weekend, folks. So or please. when you go, or when you go up to watch your friend bowl, and he yeah. goes, "Oh no, Tim brought his stuff. He can bowl with people." Yeah, exactly. I'm just trying to help that's, out the community, Tim. That's why Tim's not coming up this year because <laughs> somebody will ask him to bowl. Uh, no, no one will ask him to bowl anymore. No, that's true. I would always ask Tim to bowl. It doesn't matter. Look, uh, if if they can get my back fixed, I may try yeah. it again. Yeah. Um, so, yes, 560 weekend. Excited. Going to be long. Here we go. Um, tournaments that are upcoming as well. Uh, there will be a sign-up sheet during the 560 for the uh, doubles, the nine-pin doubles tournament that is coming up at Fairlane. I know I talked to a few people during some of the tournaments uh, leading up to this. There's going to be a sign-up sheet. Literally, if you can check your average either before you come or just after and send me a message, I'm going to take whatever average you have when you sign up. If you sign up, give me your average. That's what you're going to use for your handicap. I'm not going to start asking people the night before or the week before or whatever. Just send whatever whenever you sign up, put your average down, your league average, whatever it is. I'm okay with it. I'm not going to worry about it. I'm not going to fret about it. Just... Send me your average or show me your average whenever you want to sign up. Good with that. So that is the 24th, the end of the month. And as well, Kingswood has their nine-pin singles tournament, which is the 25th, the very next day, at Fredericton, uh, at Kingswood. Um, sign up with Corey Smith or post um, in uh, Kingswood. Tim, why are you sending stuff to our chat when we have to? <laughs> Good gracious. I'm trying to pay attention here. Tim's squirrel mind is going, and good gracious. Um, uh, a couple, of few tournaments coming up in March, but we'll get to that in the next podcast so that I can be more. Brian just looked at it. Yeah, I'll look yeah, at it here in a second. Anyways, so that's all Stop that's coming to, up in Canada. Stop trying to laugh, Brian. What did you send us? Okay. Anyways, go on. You're next. So okay. Figure this crap out. We have a ton of stuff. Um, oh, Timothy. <laughs> There's a special place for people like you. Uh, there is. There is. <laughs> uh, let's see. The Pro Series. Um, oh, yeah, definitely, Nico. It was definitely a squirrel moment. I can't uh, help it. Sometimes it happens. Um. So congratulations to uh, Brittany Underwood and Timmy Douglas. Uh, a fantastic, Timmy a uh, huh? Timmy had a big day. He did. He did. Yeah. Um, lots of good stuff. So I'll go down the uh, kind of the top 10 teams. They had 41, 41 teams, I believe it was, um, which is, which is great. Uh, they had some back out last minute for various reasons. Um, see, that's how it works. The eight things came up. They had to back out. No one yeah. complained about it. Some of them actually figured out how far away Maine is, and they just they got scared. <laughs> no, no, some actually had legitimate. I was kidding. It used to be that way. It used to be. Uh, no, uh, Brittany and Tim won twenty four seventy nine is what they had. They had a huge tenth game uh, to come back. They went two ninety nine in the tenth. Um, Amanda Carolyn uh, Freshy came in second. Uh, basically, Amanda absolutely carried Freshy. Without a doubt, we know it, you know it, everybody knows it. Uh, Maddie and Bob Wickham, uh, third, Lord DeFleur and John Winchell, fourth, uh, Mario and Nick Norcross, fifth. And congratulations to Nick on a massive 201 string in the fifth yeah, string. That's right, fantastic string. So, um, I was in Colorado with Mark Ritchie, and we were watching it out in Colorado. And he sees that, and he goes, Six pins, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so I had the record. Mark beat it, and Nick came close. So, um, I'll beat it at the five sixty. 
Aaron I Merrill. like that idea. <laughs> Aaron Merrill and Aaron St. Cyr came in sixth. Uh, Vanessa Huffmark Weber in seventh. Glennis and Joe Smith eighth. Ninth was Jenna Ward and Jason Gothier. Good to see Jenna Boland. I believe that was her first Pro Series event, uh, as well as Brittany. That was her first as well. Uh, and Caitlin Zaleski and Jonathan Boudreau in 10th. And that was the cutoff. That was the final pay spot. Um, some individual performances. Uh, Amanda Carroll, 1246. She had a, a massive 12 strings, uh, 10 strings there. Um, Maddie was uh, 1219. Vanessa Huff, 1171. Jenna was 1145. Uh, Karen Dume, 1120. Laura DeFleur, uh, 1111. Brittany, 1111. So uh, some really good things there. Um, on the men's side, uh, Timmy with a 1368 with a 184 tenth string. Um, that is, uh, you know, we've all bowled 10 string tournaments. It's not easy in your ninth and 10th string to throw I know those. In Augusta, they do individual lane records. So that might be an individual lane record. Too. It might be. It might be. I don't know what lanes they. I don't know what lanes they were on, um, right. or where they started. But uh, Chris Winiars, uh, the wizard. Uh, I say that because he's Harry Potter. Um, so sorry, I had a squirrel moment. So uh, Miss Godwin would would like to know what's canopy bowling. Um, something he's not good at anymore. It's something he used to be able to do. <laughs> Uh, oh, somebody that we used to know. But anyway, Chris with a 1290. Um, Nick Norcross with a 1282. Uh, again, with that 201 in the fifth string. Winchell with a 1277. Uh, you had... Um, <laughs> uh, let's see. Aaron St. Cyr, 1266. Joey Lister, 1257. And Joe Smith, 1248. So there was some... Uh, I, I did go up to watch on Saturday. Uh, was there for a couple hours. Just made an appearance, watched really good bowling, and uh, left, which is great. I go to a tournament, I watch, and then I can leave. I don't have to. Don't have to get hurt. Whenever you want. <laughs> uh, what do we had? We had I, again. We had some. Uh, we had the money match. We had the youth. Uh, yeah, I was looking. I was looking to see if they. Rock had... and bowl was yesterday, I believe. Um, I've got a whole list going on here of, of things. The rock People and bowl sent us stuff. <laughs> uh, no, Nico, I, I didn't, which is great. Um, and Nico, we will talk about this. That is on my list to talk about. Not Josh, because. If we keep talking about Josh and breaking records, your head won't be able to get into Rochester Electronics. So we'll just we'll hold off on that. They'll but, just hire another Candlepin bowler. Yeah. Uh, let's see. So we had where to go? Where to go? Where to go? Oh, Candlepins for Cancer. Top five field is set. Uh, the live show will be Saturday, February tenth. This Saturday at Boltwell's Bowling Center in Concord. Um, we've got a. Uh, a really cool stat is the number five bowler is uh, not quite sure how old he is. I, I know he's in his seventies. Phil Clough qualified fifth at six nineteen. Wow. So will this mean that Phil's bowled on TV for like five decades? Something like that. Um, let's see. So uh, Phil will bowl number four, Scott Lapierre. Um, winner of that will bowl Troy Fournier. Uh, with his 643, Sean Baker qualified second with 644, and Jay Simino with a 686. So, tons of uh, tons of good stuff there. Uh, donations big total 686, big total. Uh, Not really. It's okay. Uh, it's I mean it's a real it's a good total. I mean that would. I'm saying like nowadays, how many times do you see 700s nowadays? Honestly, in anything. Every time I bowl singles. <laughs> Jesus! I hope I bring my hip waders in April because it's getting fucking deep already. Uh, let's see. So we had the uh, we had the money match. Um, if 
if you didn't watch it, folks, go back and watch it. Um, yeah. Winchell was, and Fuller put on an exhibition in the fifth string. That was, uh, was not exciting until the fifth string. Yeah, <laughs> go that, back that, and watch it. You can skip the first two hours. Skip the first four <laughs> strings. Yeah. Um, and then go watch the fifth string because it really was a great back and forth fifth string. Um, they, you know, all four bowlers, Lapierre and Weber made some great shots. Um, Winchell made a huge run, and we won't talk about Brian Fuller because we get we could talk about one shot. And Brian, I'll talk, Brian talks enough about Brian. We no, we can get, <laughs> listen. No, that, that full, shot. Full full disclosure. He messaged me asking me to help him bowl because he had no idea what he was doing. And I told him after he finished his last four strings, I said, okay, do this. And then he made the 510, and then he goes nuts. And then I said, all right, 10% of your cut is good for me. So just anytime you want, just send it up. I'll be good with it. Can you transfer that? Yeah, yeah. No, I I really did. I really thought that 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 fifth string was – it was a fun. It was a fun string to watch. It was yeah. a back and forth fifth string, and it wasn't until the last couple of boxes, really, of you know, I think Fuller threw a strike in the ninth or something that that sealed it. Yeah. So it was something like that. Um, yeah. I'd have to go back and watch it again, but uh, I think when Winchell, I think when Winchell was done, not that I'm saying Mark couldn't have done it, but I think when Winchell got up, it was, he put it into like the twenties or thirties yeah. or something, and and Fuller was open in the fifth, so it was like it was almost forty. With five boxes to go, so it was wasn't like it was over, but it was no. But it, it, but Mark slow. gave it a run. I yeah, mean, he threw two marks. Three yeah, marks, he, I think yeah, three. I think yeah, three out of five to finish. I so. mean, forty pins is three marks with good fills, and the other guy goes five opens. It can happen. Yeah. Oh yeah. So that was um, that was fun to watch. Uh, let's see. The other so, money match, I think we did. We I don't think we talked about that one. Did, oh yeah, Mark Weber yeah. was on. That was when we was on the show. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, we talked. We talked. There's a money that. match coming up next Saturday. Is it next Saturday? The seventeenth. Is Jeff, that Jeff and Mark against Carl yes. and Carl, Carl and Scott and Lapierre against Scott Lapierre. Jeff and Mark. Yeah. See, yeah. I I like. I will say this. I like the main money match one, the ones in Augusta, because they're ten strings. Yeah, I just I oh my god, Calvin, really? What? You, you haven't noticed that? I've been that's been there for a good five ten minutes now. <laughs> um, I do like the I do like the Augusta ones just just because they're ten strings, and I just feel that if you're gonna bowl for, you know, if you're gonna have a match and you're gonna bowl for that, for the amount of money they're bowling for, I just like ten strings. Um, I do. Uh, I again that's taking nothing away from what um you know what they've done at Exeter. Um I mean they started the money match thing back up, so drove <laughs> him right away. We're bringing him back. He can't oh. just leave like that. I hit the wrong button. <laughs> <laughs> sure you did. Yeah. Um, I was supposed to, I was trying to hit edit name and I hit uh, removed from stage. <laughs> uh, let's see. So some upcoming tournaments. Uh, there are a lot of upcoming tournaments. We've got a doubles nine pin best box at Bangor Borough Lanes. Um, that is a 2.30 cap. That is Sunday, February 25th at 10 a.m. $80 each, $10 each for high single. That is a 10-string top eight teams make the playoffs. Ties based off pinfall. Bottom uh, bottom half of teams get knocked out each round, um, which is a pretty cool format. So prizes based off in twenty teams be a thousand dollars for first place, uh, seven hundred for second, five hundred for third, two fifty for fourth. Uh, again, based on twenty teams. Um, not sure how many teams they have. Um, I know they've got a pretty good sign up going. I just I don't know where they're at. Um, Lita Lanes is having a Valentine's Doubles Handicap Tournament this Saturday, 1 p.m., five strings, entry fee $60 per team. Teams may be made up of two men, two women, or co-ed. Uh, 100% handicap to 130 using highest Lita League average as of February 10th. I assume if you don't bowl a league there, they use your highest league average 
somewhere else. Unless this is only for Lita League bowlers, in which case, not it, for. It might, they might have forgot like a slash. It might be Lita slash league average. You have a lead average, you use that. Or... Just reach out to Lexi and find out if that's for everyone. Tim's not good at grammar. Oh, I'm not bad at I'm not bad at grammar. I just, you know, uh, we've got a big one coming up. This is uh, Exeter Bowling Lane's four thousand dollars mixed doubles. That is a fourth annual scratch knockout. Uh, Ten a.m. Sunday, July fourteenth. Uh, that is doors open at eight thirty. It is one shift at ten sharp. A tournament is limited to twenty four teams. Spot is reserved with paid fees of two hundred dollars per team. The $4,000 total prize pool based on 24 paid teams. Payouts start after first five-string knockout. Uh, let's see. I'm not going to keep going down through, but basically first-place team will get $2,000. Second-place team, $600. Third-place, $400. So reach out to Exeter Bowling to sign up. Uh, I'm sure you can find it online, or you can uh, just reach out to um, Rob and sign, your, sign yourself up. Sweet. We got uh, the Chicha, third annual Chicha Rose. That is at Lita Lanes. That is Saturday, June 1st, 10 a.m. start. Cost is $270 per team. Uh, let's see. Five-string qualifier, optional side pools, knockout-style playoffs. As of right now, there are 28 spots signed up for already. Um, some folks are looking for partners, but at least 28, you know, Folks have reserved a spot. Sweet. That is a three-person, um, three-person team. Two men, one woman. Sweet. So, if you happen to want to come down from Canada, I'm sure they'd love to have you. Uh, well, maybe not you, Calvin, but others. Uh, uh, okay. Let's see. We have an overnight ten stringer. Oh. March 23rd at 10 p.m. Oh. This is at spare time down in uh, Whitensville, 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 somethingville. It's in Southern Mass. If Easter Classic wasn't the next weekend. Uh, oh, I did not know that. Yeah, Easter is March 30th. This yes, Easter's very early this year. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. So Easter's into March this year? Yeah. Easter hmm. weekend is the end of March. All sorts of things. Check out, uh, check that out. Reach out to Eric Bromberg. Um, right now, he's got a pretty. Don't do it on a Celtics game night, or he won't get back to you. Important <laughs> business. Well, it's not Celtics tonight, so you're okay. Right. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Eric's got business he attends to. On he does. He does. Yeah. Um, the luck of the Irish handicap three leprechaun teams. Apparently, that's my teams. I don't know or freshies. Uh, Saturday, March 23rd, that is 1 p.m., five strings. That is at Lita Lane's. Entry is $105 per team, 100% handicapped, 130, using highest league average as of March 1st. Reach out to Lita Lane's uh, to reserve a spot. We had the Rock and Bowl this weekend. Um, I would have – that. it's a cool format. I, I didn't realize the format they did, but basically – um, the child bowler gets three balls to beat the pro bowler who gets one ball. I like it. Which is which is pretty cool. Mm -hmm. uh, Jeremy Seaholm posted a cool little video of his daughter um, bowling against Bobby. Bobby Witt. And it was just pretty neat. Um, so that's at, uh, that was at Academy Lane. Sounds like it was an amazing uh, amazing event. So, big turnout for sure. Big turnout. Um, and, and there's a ton. Of, guys, go to camp and chat. There's a ton of other stuff that we're not going to talk about because we got other things to talk about too. So, Sweet. Check it out. Check it out. Um, had this question asked. Okay. I think it's an easy answer, but I'm going to pose it. Okay. If a record gets broken... In an unsanctioned house, does it count? Yes. Where? What do you mean where? What does it count for? Just a, a record? house record? So it only counts as a house record, right? 
No, a record record. That's not true. That's not true. Maine, Maine would have a way to Tim wouldn't have a state record for three. Right. Because so, I think you guys are wacko. Don't you think it's wacko to follow the rules? No, I think it's wacko that just because a house is not followed by a certain rule that was, or a certain, I guess. No, you want to hear how anal they really are? If, if you break a record, the governing body sends people to measure the lanes to make sure they yep. are correct. Make sure the foul lights were working, make sure the lanes were up to ICBA standards. Absolutely. I I, I see. I But they don't wear your damn bowling balls. <laughs> they do in the States. Oh, Maddie, come <laughs> We'll get there, Maddie. That's next uh, on my list. Oh, Madison. That's next on my list. So here's the thing. If a record gets broken in an unsanctioned house, does it count? It counts as a house record. Sure. Absolutely. It's the house. But what if it, the house was sanctioned before and it's not sanctioned now? Then it doesn't count for the ICB. In the ICBA, the state of Maine, the state of New Hampshire, or the state of Massachusetts does not count as a, as a state record or an ICBA record if it's not a member of the association and it's an unsanctioned house. I have no problems with that. That's been a rule since I was a kid. So it's been around for at least. I have a problem. Years. Hold on. I have a problem with it when they start holding it against people. When they're like, oh, you bowled. Ah, oh, you didn't do it in a sanctioned house. Blow smoke up your ass. You still bowled that. I, I'm not saying you didn't. No, but like. But they are. I have a feeling that there would be a lot more Canadians in the Hall of Fame. If there were more ICBA sanctioned houses. No, there'd be more Canadians at the Hall of Fame if people would nominate Canadians. The last I knew there the last I knew there hasn't been a Canadian nominated in years. So you can't just put someone in the Hall of Fame without being nominated. I, mean, I understand that, but I'm gonna a lot of the records what's the argument? Canada aren't even recognized by the ICBA. But I don't understand what the argument is, Brian. You're talking about putting someone in the Hall of Fame. If they haven't been nominated, you can't put them in. No, you misunderstood what I said, Tim. Now, let me slow it down. You're old, I understand, so I'll break it down for you. I meant that if they were nominated, old man, make eye contact. If they were nominated, yeah, that they might not get voted for because they're not in an ICBA sanctioned house and their bowling didn't happen. It's my opinion, Tim. I'm allowed to think I'm not that it's saying, my opinion. Jesus, you never even let me finish. Well, I can see your little squirrel eyes light okay. up like you. Were let me put it this question. way. Let me put it this way. You're wrong. I don't care what your opinion is. You're wrong. God, you sound like somebody I know quite well. <laughs> and she's right. <laughs> well, I mean, how's your night going? <laughs> I, Woo. yes, Doctor Evil. That's yeah. a very. How can they be in the Hall of Fame if there's no certified house? It's pretty simple. You go off in their records. You go off in what people they bowl in the world. Most of them have bowled in the worlds. The ones that should be in there absolutely should be in there. You take a you take a look at, you know, you take a look at, uh, you know, Chris Hall at Rob. Well, they're not fifty. You got to be fifty. But let's just say like Robbie Henderson turns fifty. He absolutely should be in the Hall of Fame. Mm -hmm. There's no doubt in my mind. I part of being in the Hall of Fame is this is from my perspective is you have to pass the what I call the eye test. We've all watched bowls and been like, wait, so they average 125 in their league when they keep their own score. And Brian knows where I'm going with this. You bowl in a coffee league and you got 14 400s this year. Great. You kept your own score. You average 108 in the men's league. So I, I just. Walks like a duck, sounds like a, barks like a dog. Wait a minute. Yeah. I just feel 
the majority of the Canadians that I can think of that I've that I've seen that I that I believe should be in the Hall of Fame would be in the Hall of Fame if they would get nominated. For sure. Brian Bernaches, you know, Bob Duthwaite, um, you know, what I what I am alluding to, Tim, is that would they get in? Yes. Would there be those particular people that well, they don't have any ICBA. Oh, absolutely. No, a hundred percent. I'm going to be a stuffy person. Yes, that's what I mean. That's what I meant. A hundred percent. There would be, there would be some people, but I think the majority of them would get in based on their merits. I agree with you on that. My whole thing was that it would be, it would, yeah, it wouldn't be a slam dunk as we would like. No, but I'll tell you right now, if someone went out and bowled a 250, it, in Halifax Fairlanes, that to me, that's not a world record. That is an unsanctioned house that's got flat gutters. It's not the same. It's not sanctioned. So hey, Godwin, you're in chat. What do you think about that? You threw a 220 something there, and Tim just kind of disregarded it. So. Didn't disregard it at all. It wasn't a record. It was the house record? Nope. It wasn't a house record. I don't think it was a house record of fair. I don't think it was a house record of Fairlines. Could be. Jesus, what was the house record? No, it very, it very well could be. I don't, I don't know. That doesn't matter. It's not sanctioned, right? No, nope. I didn't say that anymore. <laughs> it's not well, it's right. It's not even a house anymore. Yeah. Um, if you're going to talk about world records, it it has to be an ICBA sanctioned house to be a world record. Those are the rules. I don't make them. That's just the rules. Perfect. Doesn't doesn't mean that someone didn't bowl it. May have been. Oh look, it's it's your friend Ryan Hogan who didn't send you your information. It's Hollywood yeah, Hulk Hogan. Yeah, um, shows up two hours late and doesn't send me any information about the tournament. Once he shows Great. up this weekend, I'm okay with it. So Madison would like to talk about fouls. Okay. So how do we feel? What would Madison like to talk about? Isn't she, isn't she the one? What would you like to talk about, Madison? Maddie, what tell kind us of fouls? Would tell you like tell to us a note you would like to see. I already know one thing she's going to talk about. She would want to talk about, and that's foot fouls. Okay, I like it. Let's go. Okay, so I have an odd question because I don't really know the answer to this. Okay, is it a benefit if someone goes a toe over? You know that quarter no. of an inch, whatever. No. Is it a benefit if someone goes a foot over? To be honest, I don't even think it's a benefit to go over the line at all. Because even if you walk over the line or step over the line, you still have to try to figure out how to throw your ball from walking or stepping over the line. <laughs> I don't think it's a benefit. However, the line is there. It's a foul. Right. It's just, it's, it's not a it's benefit, just like lobbing. It's, it's just foul. like lobbing. I don't think lobbing is any advantage. But the line is there. I disagree there. It's foul. But it's foul. I know. We've had that argument before. I don't care. You still have them. You still had everything. Don't even talk to me, Hogan. Anyways. Yeah. Um, yeah. So. light should be on. Or and I, I to be honest, are there any really houses that have foul lights anymore? I, I don't even think the there's. Augusta has foul lights, I believe. Hilarious, Tim. Um, I, no, I, I mean, we didn't have them during the 560 last year, and I can guarantee they have, you they do have people have lights. gone over the line. i got to be honest with you. I have no idea if they work. Yeah. I, I don't know. I don't remember the last house I went to where foul lines actually worked. I think it might have been park lanes. Um, I, I am 100% of the mindset that... I believe Newport's foul lights work. I believe so. I, I believe Bangor Bangor's work, I think. Yeah, I think they do, yeah. Um I, my belief is that I don't know how to word it. We have rules for a reason. Okay. Foot fouls, rolling wood, taking shots out of gutters. They're all rules. We need to follow them. It's not that to me. It's not that difficult, and and we can talk about taking shots out of a gutter because Irby posted a really cool video yesterday, the day before, something like that, 
asking if this shot was good. And now I need to find it because I want to play it. Um, and I was always taught that if I have to think about the shot, if it was good or not, then it's not good. Don't take it. Correct. If it's close, don't take it. Well, no, I, and, well, if it's, I, I, if it's I mean, close, Brian's been, Brian has seen me and there was video of me not taking a shot because in my mind, it was too close to tell if it was bad or good. Karen did it right. last Thursday in our league bowling MD. She got a shot and she's like, I it's too close. I don't want it. And MD's like, that was good. She's like, I it's too close. And that's fine. And I'm okay with that. I'm just saying if it's too close and you think it's good, like if I, if it's close and I think it's good, I'm going to take it. I'm not going to sit there and go, Oh, it was close. I'm not going to take it. If I think it was good, even though it was close, I'm still going to take it. Honestly, I'm cool with that. As long as you, as long as I say, Hey, was that good? And you go, yes. Yeah, cool. absolutely. You are. Yeah. And that's what conviction. I, and that's what it's I tell everybody. Fun. There and Kim, a, ba Kim uh, Baker just said Academy has work in foul lights. Cool. Um, there was a tournament I was at, and uh, I was bowling, and Buddy literally walked over the line. And I just went, um, do you want to ask him, did he go over the line on his second ball? And he said no. I'm like, okay, good enough. He can take the pin. Whatever he wants to do. I'm okay with you. If you want to call that or you want to make the call yourself, by all means, make that call. I'm not going to, I'm not going to get angry with you. I'm not going to yell at you. I'm not going to do anything. I'm going to simply ask you, did you think that was good? And if you say, yep, good enough for me. That's, that's, that's about as far as I'll go with it. As long as you think it's good, it's bowler's call. And that is basically the rule in oh. itself. Again, I I I understand bowler's call. I absolutely understand bowler's call. And is I've never still, hold on. Is it still bowler's call if you have an official? No. No, because you the, okay. the official should be making that so, call. No. Shouldn't there be an official in any big important finals or money matches or something like that? Yes. Shouldn't there be a sanctioned official? I have always I, thought there should be. I've always thought like the world's at the playoffs once and finals. Playoff, once you hit the playoffs, every match should have an official. They should. I've always not somebody that. who bowled in the tournament that's going to volunteer an unbiased official. Yeah, I've I've always thought that. I, I I just don't know if you can make it happen though. That's the only problem. All right, so. This was, uh, we'll play this. That was not good. That, that's a, not a good lead. Would you call that good? No. Yes. Yeah, I wouldn't. It's no good. That cap is no good. Oh, it did dip. I, I know. It, it did. But you can't see that unless you go slow motion. Right. So that's oh, why you have all that to begin with, though. That's why you have bowler's call. Because you're watching this live. And it's just Good. so damn close. Yeah, because it hits the wood. Yeah. And the wood goes the exact direction it should. Like if you hit the red band, which it almost like almost identical to the exact red band, like that's almost the shot he should go. You, you know how I honestly, you know how I knew it wasn't good from the beginning. If you watch the ball, I went to bed with a younger band. man because of my husband. Whoa, Timmy! Whoa. <laughs> That's an ad on YouTube, folks. Sure, it was. Um, <laughs> yeah. No, but if if he hit the red band there, the ball's gonna jump up. It hit the cap, and it went dead, and it went straight back. That's the way I saw it. It was no good. Yeah, it, I mean, again, we've all seen. Close shots. We've all seen it. We've all sat back and was like, I don't know. And we ask. You know what I mean? Right. So, 
Um, Ian asked <laughs> a question here. Yeah. And yes, so, Ian, I would ask the question, but I wouldn't. I, I I wouldn't argue with it. I would ask, did you say that was good? Yep, it was good. Okay, Ian. Honestly, I know the people Calvin bowls with. If that happens, Calvin won't have to have an issue with it. No, no it'd be funny. <laughs> no, it's. I just. I don't know, folks. It it doesn't take a officials. whole. It doesn't take a whole hell lot to stay behind the line. You know, there was there was video, and you can see it of a certain bowler bowling in Augusta. And I don't, I don't know if it was the once a month or whatever. And you can see the person going over the line, literally see them going over the line and nothing being called. I, I don't know. I just, I, and I and I am again. If you're not gonna sit there, oh, there it is. Not, yeah, the pro series, yeah. Yeah. If you're not gonna relax, Madison. Okay, you said it the first time we saw it. Okay, calm yourself down here. <laughs> um, if you see it, oh. oh, Brian kicked himself off. What happened here? Did he's we, completely he off. Oh, he pulled the Calvin, or is is no, uh, no, he's died? he's out completely. Oh, his internet died. Um, was that what he if, said? I don't know. No, I, I don't know what he said. He just, I'm just no. assuming. Um, so if, if you, you see it happening, cause again, I, I will bring it up. I brought it up before I had people come to me at the, um, 20 stringer and tell me that this certain individual was going over the line and, and making shots. And, and I'm like, okay, well, did you call it? Did somebody call it? No. Well, then screw off. Like, I, I I don't care. If you see it, call it. If you ask the person, like, are you going over the line? Uh, and they say no, well, then maybe you say, okay, well, I'm going to, you know, like, you just say it if you're in a match. You you talk to the person and say, listen, you talk to the captain. Listen, I think this person's going over the line. If you just want to watch it and, you know, let them know, make sure they don't go over the line because if they do it again, I'm going to have to call it like it's simple as that people sitting behind and I'm going to, I'm going to get into my rant again, sitting behind and bitching and complaining and doing this online. Like the one thing I, as much as everybody may hate about me or, or anything about me, I will tell you to your face. If you're doing something, I'm not going to talk about somebody behind their back. I'm not going to do that. Don't, go on and bitch about something, bring it up in the moment. If you're in a match and somebody is fouling or somebody is taking a shot of the gutter, confront them, say something to them. If it starts something, I know, I know some people are sitting there going, Oh, you know, if I say something, maybe it starts, they get all riled up and then, you know, they go off and beat you. Hey, so be it. That's, that's the way it is, but don't not say anything. And then go on the internet and bitch about it and say, oh, look at all these fouls. Say something in the moment. We are adults. We are people who have voices. You can literally say something. All you have to do is open your mouth and listen, we got Madison on here. She's got one of the biggest mouths I know. You just have to open it and say something. It's simple as that. It's just stop bitching on the internet it drives me absolutely wild and i i'll make fun of Corey forever but you think of Corey smith when he took that shot out of the gutter they didn't say anything to us in the moment but you could see in the video and i've watched the video hundreds of times because i enjoy watching us beat them but you can see in the video they look at each other and they whisper about it and they talk about it and then everybody bitches about it on the internet the next day say something it's it's as simple as that you could have asked Corey, was that good nobody asked him nobody said anything they just shook their head and bitched about it don't bitch say something he even reacted it was the only reason he took the spare um for the most part is what he says is because we all reacted like he hit it 
So just say something. Ask someone. Do you think that was good? If he said it was good, then it's good. Simple as that. If you don't like it, too friggin' bad. It's bowler's call. It's bowler's whatever. If you don't like it and you want something to do, be done about it, call an official and be done with it. I'm tired of the bitching. I'm tired of the bitching and moaning. It's just annoying. It doesn't help the game at all. And the internet has... <sighs> I love the fact that we can. I can watch things that are going on. I can stream. I can see some of these things that in the past I wasn't able to. Right. Absolutely. But I hate the fact that people are keyboard warriors and hide behind a keyboard. Yeah. I've said what I've said for... How long we've we been doing the show? Episode one thirty-five oh, and whatever. Yeah. I've never hidden behind what I've said. It's out there for the. It's out there for everyone to hear. And yeah. God knows I've been accused of putting my input in on things that don't need to be. But absolutely, you know, um, I just the rules are the rules. We all know how to do it. We're all adults, and just abide by them. Which leads me to my one last thing. As we've hit an hour here, um, state tournaments, and I'm going to talk about the main state tournaments. Okay. There is a list of rules, whatever you want to call them. Okay. Mm -hmm. Dress code, all of this, that as bowlers, we are supposed to follow. The proprietor is supposed to follow them as well and make sure. Bowlers are abiding by these rules. It is becoming increasingly evident that proprietors don't give a shit about the rules because they're not abiding by them. Right. Okay. They're not abiding by the dress code that they've set forth is saying, you need to wear these. This is what you need to wear. Oh, but this person's wearing this. Eh. I'm going to let them go. Oh, but now I got to let this person. Oh, but now I got to. So get rid of the dress code. Yeah. You know, I, I, and that's just one thing. It's, I bowled a long time in the States. I did it as a junior and I bowled for 30 plus years as an adult in state tournaments. I have a ton of respect for the proprietors. They've got a tough business that they do. But if you're going to have a sanctioned body that has these tournaments, then all I've ever asked is to abide by the guidelines and the rules that are set forth by the governing body of the sport. Right. State of Maine. ICB, the, the, not the ICBA, the Maine State Canopin Bowling Association, MSCBPA, whatever it is. If they're telling me that I have to wear a college shirt with a name on the back, then wear a college shirt with a name on the back. And if you don't, here are the consequences for not doing it. I can remember bowling the main pro tour my first year. I got fined on the second, the second one because I was told I didn't have my I didn't have my patch on. I had to have a pro tour patch. My second tournament. I hadn't even gotten it yet. You know? Yeah. But I knew that I had to, and I didn't. So I forget what it was. Five bucks, ten bucks, whatever it was. Yeah. You know? I, I just... That's it. You just follow the rules. It's it's simple. And and if you're, if you're seeing somebody who's not following the rules, talk to that person. Just... Pull them to the side. Hey, listen, just want to let you know, I think you're going over the line. You may want to watch your foot or watch what you're doing or maybe back up a little because if you do it again, I may have to call you on it. And if you don't agree with me, I'll have to get somebody over here to watch. Pretty simple. Yep. And I'm going to – and I'm not quite sure what the dress code is now for the state because I haven't bowled the state tournaments for a couple of years. But the last I knew, like for the women, they couldn't wear, was it leggings, Brian, or something like that? I'm, I don't know. I, I can't remember now. But yet, 75% of the women wear leggings when they bowl because they're comfortable to bowl in. Or 
I don't know. <laughs> so I'm told they're comfortable to bowl in. Sure. I been a long time since so I dressed right. up in ladies' clothes. Yeah, uh, yeah. like so, last Thursday. No, no, no. It's been <laughs> at least a couple of weeks. Yeah, at um, least a couple of weeks. Okay. So, to me, if the rule are uh, the rule are like you measure with. I was gonna say something. Maddie, I wore leggings for the main state tournament and didn't get told until after that that they weren't allowed. Oh, okay. Perfect example. Maddie didn't even know that was a rule. Okay. I have no problem with, with leggings. For the most part, I they're they they look fine. It's comfortable, it's clothes. What does it matter? Like, not like it's, you're going up there in a thong. Like relax. Well, that's what I mean. It's not ripped <laughs> pants, it's not ripped jeans, it's not, you know jeans with stains all over them, paint and everything else. And they had to put those rules in for a reason at some point. When I first started bowling the States back in the late eighties, early nineties, you had to bowl dress pants, right? Dress pants in a bowling shirt. The main pro tour, you couldn't wear jeans. You couldn't wear jeans to bowl in the States. They didn't allow jeans until the late nineties. I think something like that. Yeah. They didn't allow shorts until like five years ago. Yeah. Like, and I'm fine with shorts. Like, as long as they're decent, like golf shorts. I mean, I'm not a big fan of athletic shorts, you know, basketball shorts, you know, for bowling tournaments, but whatever. Yeah. So I, I just, I, as a community, we should all be on the same page when it comes to whatever rules there are. Absolutely. If Canada's the rules not, as they are written down. If Canada's not, if they're going to have flat gutters, then allow flat gutters. Truly, in my opinion, flat gutters do not make a difference for Calvin, for me, Brian, anyone that throws a ball relatively hard. Flat gutters do nothing, in nothing, my opinion. Almost harder. Yeah. My, yeah. Now, you take the gutters that are inclined. Oh, I like me a Daytona Bank gutter. <laughs> well, it depends. I mean, so I don't know. I I follow the rules as written until those rules are changed. And if you don't like the rules, bring it up to the to the governing body. Bring it up to the state. Bring it up to your proprietor that you bowl out of and say, hey, at the next tournament or at the next meeting, could you discuss this? That's all. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I don't okay. have any other. I don't have any other questions. You guys got anything you no. want to talk about before we? No, go? I'm ready to go. I got to watch Raw. You gonna watch? <laughs> <laughs> all right, folks. As usual, uh, please get your questions, comments, concerns to rip the rack podcast at gmail.com. You can find us on Facebook. You can find us on Twitter. Uh, please like and subscribe to our YouTube page. You know. Uh, Brian, where else? Uh, disclaimer, and where else can they uh, do it? Do well, you think? They can find us on Anchor Breaker, iHeartRadio, iTunes, Google Podcasts, and wherever else they listen to their podcast mediums. Again, please smash that like button and subscribe to our podcast on YouTube. And the views and expressions of Ripping the Rack podcast are those of Tim Calvin and Brian. Tim is a grumpy old man that doesn't listen. Just leave him alone. Thank you. Ah, you're number one. You're number one. Thank you, folks. You're number one. Yay. See you at all at the 5 